Now, the first thing that I've put is that there's space for the monsters. <laughs> so each space on the board, each building, is divided into little squares, and the squares are the exact size for the monster tokens. So you know exactly how many monsters can fit in that building and where they go. And obviously that's an element that's sort of necessary for the game, isn't it? Because when building gets full, the monsters skip over it and they, they move mm, to the next this building. This is another Arkham game. Yes. <laughs> with monsters, magnifying glass clues. It's got all the same things as a lot of all the other Arkham games. Well, yes. <laughs> but it's just another complicated... It, it wasn't success. that complicated. And they move along the lines and monsters spawn and there's gates and yes. there's investigators. Yes. It's how many Arkham <laughs> games can you make? But... Like, how, like, they are very, very similar and complicated and... Okay. Like, why another one? I guess... I don't know. <laughs> Another one the same. It's not the same. <laughs> well, though. it is. Anyway, right, let me go back. We'll discuss this in a moment. Let uh, me go back to my initial point. I liked that the buildings had spaces yeah. because on the other Arkham games, you can end up with just stacks of monsters all in one. Whereas this, you know, right, there's three spaces for monsters. If a monster can't fit there, it fucks off to the next building. So yeah. like, that was nice. In terms of like order and organization, I liked it. Please make sure you need your fun quota. Right. Now you're saying this is the same. I've. It is an Arkham game, but I've put that it's sort of like a. It's like a stripped back, simplified version. Is it? But it's meant to I be. I thought it was quite complicated. But. Well, I suppose it's easy as far as Arkham goes. Yeah, that's what I mean. In I mean, like, way, in terms of. I suppose. Right, all the other Arkham games, they have stamina and sanity, don't they? Hearts yes, and brains. Okay. This yeah. didn't have any brains. There was no, like, psychological roll no, for terror. No, wasn't damage and there wasn't. No, Actually, there wasn't chunks of story either. No, there was no story card. Apart, I mean, that bit I just read on the box was the biggest bit of story in the entire game. Fighting, there's no dice rolls, there's no anything yeah, like that. Okay, true. It literally yeah, just says yeah. you do three damage and you bop three, you know, you yeah. bop three. Okay, if you put it in Arkham standards, it's simple. Yes. But it's still quite complicated. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, I must admit, on the box, when it said... Okay, it looks more complicated than it is, actually, to be fair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But where does it say? It says, yeah, a cooperative, fast-paced board game. I, I disagree. Because well, it, no, it is quite fast-paced. Because once you get into it, actually, it's like, duh, 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 play, play. It doesn't... It's not as slow as some Arkham ones. No, it's not as slow as some of the Arkham ones. There's less elements, but, like, there's a checklist that you work through. Like, I hadn't got that memorised. Like, each turn, I was still looking at the, at the checklist sort of thing. But also cooperative. So, right, the idea is you, you each character has, like, a deck of cards with different available moves. And you also have these priority cards that are numbered. 1 to 30 uh, and so you have four of those cards in your hand and you you play an action card face down and you play a number card on top of it and when we've played four of those we compare the numbers and they go in ascending order okay but the the rules are clear that whilst you're choosing your actions and your numbers that you're not allowed to communicate as a team so yes it's cooperative in the sense that we are the humans working against the monsters but if we're not allowed to discuss our tactics while well, you know like oh I've got this should I prioritize that above yours or would mm. it make more sense that whole cooperative element isn't there yeah, because they say you're not allowed to communicate and yeah. so that caused a few well okay so these priority cards all right you 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 almost bidding for action 
position order, aren't you? You play a low number if you want to go first, and you play a high number if you want to go third, fourth, or whatever, you know? Um, and so, you know, that could work, but if we're not allowed to communicate, let's say I've got an action that says you can move two spaces and then fight some monsters, yeah? And I think, oh yeah, I really want to do that, so I'll put that down. But if you outbid me, and you might move and kill those monsters, and then that might make my action card redundant, because you've already done it. Do you know what I mean? Whereas if we could communicate, we could communicate as a team and be like, well, I'm planning to move here and fight the monsters, so you choose an action that goes somewhere else or that does something. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Well, it says a, uh, a cooperative game of mystery and mayhem. The mist, that's the, <laughs> mystery, that's and mayhem, the mystery and mayhem. Because you can't, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and um, I just... It, these priority cards, there's a lot going on with them. So not only are they numbered 1 to 30, so you can bid in turn order, but some of them have these little diamond eye symbols on. Uh, and so when the players have had their go, as with most Arkham games, there's a mythos phase where the bad guys do their shit. And what the the uh, old one, which we were playing with, the Great Cthulhu, depends on how many of these eye symbols that are on the cards that you've played. So as a team, you know, if we played five, eye symbols between us then you spawn a special Cthulhu monster and it goes around and does some damage you know the more eye symbols that you play the worse that action is so how many diamonds I've got no diamonds no. you've got two diamonds where oh yeah <laughs> Those giant diamonds. Rising tides. Activate each deep one in any order, then spawn two deep ones at the three circles gate. Waking nightmare. Spawn one star spawn at the cube gate. So not only are you thinking, right, have I got high numbers or low numbers for turn order, but you also need to be paying attention to, well, shit, that one's got loads of eye symbols on it. So if I play that, I know that the bad guys are going to hit back I worse. Didn't, yeah, I didn't look at that. Well, it's the same. This is what happens in all the Arkham <laughs> things. They build up more and more, gets more and more complicated. You have more points add up yeah. or doom or whatever, which means more monsters, which means you have to fight them off. And it gets so overwhelming, then you die. <laughs> yes. That's why happens in all of the Arkham <laughs> games. It's never and any different. It doesn't matter how you get there, whether you roll dice or not, no, or that is move around or not, or investigate or not, or get items or not. That's always what happens so, every time. Yeah, it started off quite manageable, didn't it? Well, it seemed but all right, yeah. The more monsters that spawn, and the idea, if a building is full and a monster's supposed to move there, then it moves to the next building along the, the, the arrows, the path. And so we ended up with lots of buildings either full or damaged, you know, so they couldn't hold any monsters. So mm. we were spawning monsters on one side of the board, but they were just like, full, full, skip, 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 all the way to the danger zone that we had to protect. Mm. And so before we knew it, fucked mm. <laughs> again. <laughs> so that building's fucked now. Well, if we activate that one, it'll completely break that building. Science building, fuck you then. So there's no space in Dorothy Upman Hall. So he's going along the blue to there, and then the blue to there, and then the blue to there. If we get another one in there, we lose. Yeah, you're absolutely right. And so we didn't even get to the ritual part. The whole, you know, you go around collecting these clues with these little symbols on, and it's supposed to be a bit of an elimination, isn't it? Okay, well, we've turned over both the crescent moon symbols, so we know that one of the secret ones can't be a crescent moon because mm. we've found both of those. And that would give you another element that these priority cards have. So these, pri again, number for, for priority, I symbols for the Cthulhu, 
news, horrible stuff. But they also have either a star or a moon or a hexagon or a diamond or a club or, you know, one of these other secret clue symbols. And the idea is that if you got to the end, which we didn't, you turn over the two secret symbols and you're supposed to have matching symbols in your hand. So the idea is when you're playing these priority cards, you've almost got three things to think about. Is it a high number or a low number, depending on whether I want to go first or second or whatever? Does it have any eye symbols on, depending on whether I want Cthulhu to kick my ass? And does it have a symbol that I think matches one of the secrets? In and yeah, in my head, because I was trying, you know, like I try and work out a process, you know, like a almost like a flow diagram. I'm like, right, okay, do I want to go first or second? So let's look at my high numbers and my low numbers. But then do I have any high numbers that don't have eye symbols on? Because that's safer. But then, and I was just like, I've got to ditch something. Oh, I can't keep much. considering yeah, it's just every too level. Much. It's just too much. So in my head, if we hadn't died, I was just going to ignore the clue symbols. And just when oh. we turned over the secret ones, it would just be fluke, whether I had the mm -hmm. right cards yeah. in my hand or not. <laughs> and you can play this solo as well, can't you? You can, yes. Which I imagine would be probably just as difficult. Yeah, exactly. I don't think it's going to change anything. <laughs> no. So... <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. It's just another Arkham game. But we ended up, as I said, getting swamped Course. by monsters. Well, of course, that happens every yeah. time. Um, and put tactics-wise, like, mm. at the start, so your action cards, they're very, very simple. It'll be like, move up to two spaces and then investigate your location. Or move up to two spaces and fight the monsters that are there. You know, it's really, really simple. But I found I was having to, like, try and plan ahead. I was looking at the board and thinking, right, if I get this first, then I will be able to move there and investigate that. But if Mark outbids me, is there somewhere else like you know like i was trying i was oh, having to work out in like advance that. and I, I the first few goes i didn't really know what the what it meant to yeah move and that but then you sort of get into it and then that's when you die so and also because each location only has one clue yeah you have once, to move you can only move once or twice once we found all the clues go. closest to where we started yeah you were like, well, all the other clues are on the other side of the board, so I've got to just keep playing movement-based cards. Mm. But then if, again, you outbid me, then I've got a duff card that I can't use. It's all very complicated. I don't think there's anywhere I can go. I just find it weird balancing that element of we're supposed to be working together, but we're not allowed to communicate when we're choosing our moves. And that's my biggest, that's my biggest sort of uh, hang up. Sign up today for your local phone patrol. Now, there was also this element of items. So some of the clues, instead of a clue symbol, it lets you take an item card. I had one, but I didn't use it. I forgot about it. Did you I use any of I used one, yours? but not really. Oh, there's, Mine yeah. let me move to any location, which to be fair, could have been quite useful. If I yeah, remember, you sort of look at them, you're like, oh, that might become useful later, and then you forget that you've got it, and because you're too busy trying to sort out whatever's happening on the board. And I'm going to do my Xanthu tablet, mm -hmm. discard this item before or after resolve, seal any three walkways. It's the same as all the other Arkham games. Yeah, but it's quicker. But quicker, yeah. It's quicker, slightly more simple. It's it's Arkham yeah. Junior. Yeah, well, it <laughs> is, in a way. If you're going to start off with an Arkham one, start off with this one, because it is the most simple. Yes. You don't get the story, though, but then sometimes, I don't know, it depends if you want the story or not. I would predict you would not, but I would. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, uh, yeah, okay. Yeah. Mm. Okay, well, shall we frag? Yeah, okay. Okay. Uh, fun. 
fun. Mm, do you know what? I'm going to say three. I also went for three. Oh, you've gone, you've been giving like quite low scores recently. No, just what, what's why three uh, for you? Well, again, fun. I've seen there's nothing particularly new if you've played Arkham before. Yeah, okay. Um, it was still just as complicated for me. It just it's it's not fun because you're like I know these these monsters are going to go around the board. <laughs> you're going to do this. Gonna you're going to do this. It's just all going to build up and there's nothing it's nothing new basically okay I put three because of the lack of story okay I think for it's a game that's based on the works of a prolific horror writer mm. but they've taken all the story elements out of it do you know what I mean like it, it when you choose your characters in Arkham there you get the character magical. card and it explains all about their backstory and why they're there yeah it didn't matter who you picked for this really no exactly I can and, uh, yeah I was like which one yeah there like, wasn't anyone recognisable it's almost stripped down a little too much like even the monster tokens don't have the name of the monster on it mm. and so even though the artwork is pretty much the same and because we've played a lot of Arkham you know you I can, can look at a picture and be are, like yeah. that's a Bioki that's a Hound of Tindalus or whatever <laughs> but if this was your first Arkham it, they're just generic yeah. monsters you it's yeah it's almost stripped back too much I could do with a bit of a bit of flavour a bit of story <laughs> to explain what's going on um aesthetic again say the artwork is the same is it the same makers as some of the other ones which fantasy looks, flight yeah, yeah it looks all. the same three again because again nothing new oh i went for four this time um because i do like the looks you know the arkham games they do as have a the same, whole they, the they all font, have the same, the same style logo. yeah my one criticism i was sometimes finding it hard the board is a bit busy oh there's so much on this board and there's so many arrows yeah definitely 100 percent right. the busy board it's not a, a nice no it's very functional with all the arrows and, on it and stuff but the monsters move on the arrows but the players move on, move on the road like the paths mm, it's not always clear there's no. a lot going on and because it's drawn it's not like a map it's almost like a bird's eye view so you've got all the street lamps and all the trees and all the buildings and the route you know it, and so sometimes I was like is that a path or not a path and because you've also got to have the names of the buildings and the arrows and the whatever sometimes the buildings were like really close to each other and the names were a bit small and it was just a very busy board mm. and incidentally so I so the rule book has a picture a diagram of the board in grayscale like black and white and it was like oh this is to help colorblind players and I, oh, at really? first, yeah oh, at, wow at first I thought oh yeah that's really inclusive that's really thoughtful but if you're colorblind because they're like they were like okay the the red arrows here are represented by white arrows and the blue arrows on the board are represented by black arrows mm. and, oh yeah that makes it nice and clear well done but the monster tokens are still blue or red so if you can't tell blue or red arrows you're going to look at a monster and be like oh, I don't know if this is a blue monster a or a red I've monster never known that <laughs> but no I've never seen that I don't know oh. Yeah. So points for that, but odd. almost like, okay, well done, but... Yeah. <laughs> but nothing else is for the colourblind people, <laughs> so they still can't really work it out. Um, yes. Okay. Oh, we forgot replayability. We just went fun and then aesthetic. Oh, okay, replayability. <laughs> That's because I've done my R oh, like an A. <laughs> um, replayability, I'm going to say, you know what, just an average, just a three again. Yeah? Like, I'm not that 
It depends on the Arkham. There is one Arkham that I like most, the little one with the dice. Elder Sign. Elder Sign is my favourite Arkham. Yeah. This is too complicated Arkham for me. Okay. Even with lack of story, it's just... Mm. But I don't think story complicates it. I think story enhances it. Because having the story yeah, isn't I like know. an extra well, element yeah, that you but have to the think thing about. is, replayability, I felt like I've already played this game because I've played all the other Arkham games. Okay. So three. All That's right. quite generous, I think. Ooh, I, went, <laughs> I went for four just because because we died quite quickly, we didn't actually, get, we didn't get to the yeah. whole ritual solving element. Yeah, exactly. So that's a big sort of... And I think if you consistently get to the ritual solving, you know, then there is that element of deduction, isn't it? Oh, which symbols could it be? We found this and we found that. I just think it was a bit hard to get to that point. Mm. So, yeah, more scope to play just to experience the ritual element of it. Gameplay? Do you know what? I'll say, uh, I'll say four. I also went because four. Because of its simplicity, even despite its mystery and mayhem it's still out of out for an arkham game it's still fairly simple yeah to go and through. i did love you had and a very I clear player up, maybe what like three goes i sort of picked up the routine yeah just about i wasn't 100 percent sure what the ultimate goal was or what we were achieving but i sort of knew the motions of what you had to do at least but i think that's one thing that this game and the arkham games do you there's a really clear player aid card but also after you've read the rule book on the back is a rule summary so you i you know i can read it once and then i can just use the back as a reminder mm. so that works really well but yeah i just thought without the story it was just a bit mechanical a bit do this then do this then do this but with no like oh my god your eyes look in terror as the horrible creature oh, crawls yeah, out of there you don't want too much of that though because then it slows it down <laughs> well there you go um yes was it a win or not then? Mm. Do you know what? I'm going to say no for this time. I thought you might. I know. It was <laughs> heading that way, wasn't it, everybody? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Do I usually say no to Panarkum? Sometimes I do. But uh, well. No, actually, no. It depends. It wasn't like so... It wasn't like, well, they're never that bad when I say a lose. I just mean... Mm, I just wouldn't be excited to play it again, I don't no. think. Okay, fair enough. I'll play Elder Sign instead. Yes, well, you do like Elder Sign. If it come, ever comes back up on the spreadsheet, which probably won't. No, well, we've got one more <laughs> Arkham game coming up, which is Mansions of Madness. Oh, we've played that before. Is this an expansion? Yeah. Yes, but we haven't played it on the podcast. Oh, okay. So it will be the first one. Mm. Without fun, there can be no function. I had an idea, which you, would, you wouldn't do. But So you know the story of this is it's the final hour. The, the ritual to awaken the big monster has been successful, and we've got... You you know this final final chance to stop it so you know in other arkham games mm. you're fighting to stop the monster waking up you almost play arkham horror and if you don't stop the ritual then you go straight into final hour and do that to see if you can oh, reverse the ritual you cool. almost play them yeah. one after another mm. and whereas if you do manage to stop the monster the first time in arkham horror you don't have to play final hour because you've already beaten it so it's almost like a sequel <laughs> <laughs> well you can think of it like that if you want yes i can um yeah well cool. there you go that that's it for Arkham Horror Final Hour. I'm a little bit not disappointed. Well, but I think I you know how you were saying there's not there's nothing new. You know, it's, yeah, it's Arkham's yeah, yeah, Arkham. Yeah. I think I'm dare I say it. No, I'm not feeling Arkhamed out. <gasps> but I think maybe they are getting well, Arkhamed out. They're running to, out of different so ways. So many Arkham games. Why so many? But I guess yeah. it's a lucrative license. Yeah, know, if you've got the license, you might as well milk it for all you've got. Many games. <laughs> Fliming out. No. Yeah. 
Because uh. what have we got? We've got Arkham Horror Second Edition, First Edition, oh, Third Edition. I don't even want to think about how Mansions, many there are. Elder Sign, Card Game, Final uh, Hour. Too many. <laughs> Far too many. Yeah. Um, cool. Anyway. Okay. Well, I've been Phil. I've been Mark. And remember, non relinquum in Arca Aperculo. You can find us on Facebook at Organised Fun. You can find us on Twitter at Fun Organised. And that is it. Bye, Ludophiles. Bye. Bye. Now is the time when we stop. Good night.